Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. When she's Welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. I might talk about 071, everything entertainment, everything Daffy Duck. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny's back, everybody. Uh, he's right where he should be, right here. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for being here. Kenny, How? Uh, well, I'm not going to ask how your, how, how your days off were, because you're probably productive. Did you get done what you wanted to get done? It's seven oh five, fifty degrees. And oh, thank yes, you very thank much. you for yes. asking, Jason. Thank you. I got everything thank you. done. Uh, I needed to get done, <laughs> and I'm in a lot calmer state of mind right now. Yes. Okay, I wasn't going to oh, jinx nice. us, but right, Lex, are you noticing? It, uh, Dawn, did you, Kenny? You do seem mm. a little Don't more say happy. No, no you seem a little happened. more at peace than yes. you were before you left this weekend. Yes. Agreed. Yes. It's like your chest hair's out. Chest hair? Chest hair? Yeah. You've loosened your shirt a little. You're feeling oh, like looser. Oh, oh, feeling okay, good, okay. you know? Okay. Just like, ah. Oh, what loosened your clothing. You're just like, ooh, I got stuff yeah. done. Yeah, finally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So everything's good. I have no complaints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Can last week at this time, I had a ton of complaints. Yeah. This week, I've got none. Great. Yeah, you awesome. There, yeah, except is... about you, McLean. So watch what? yourself. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, oh Lord! Here we go, Don. Get that chart out of who's the most annoying man that you have to work with in any given week. Me, Steve, or Kenny? Well, we are at Wednesday, Don. Uh, who's leading right now? Would you like to tell us, or are we going to wait till Friday? Um, uh, oh. Me, Kenny, or Steve? Who's the most annoying man you work with? Well, since Kenny hasn't been here, yeah. uh, it's yeah, be between true. you and Steve. And I mean, Steve by far. You'd have to okay. do something really yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try my hardest. I'll try my hardest. But, but. he sure does. Uh, if things are a little sluggish or slow, Steve will pep it up. I'll say that for sure. He gets out his guitar and... And there we go. If he's doing a segment where he's talking about money, like on Monday uh, Monday Money segment, Mm -hmm. if we're kind of not reacting, Donna and I, he'll play a little in between each tip. He'll play a little guitar riff. You know, just to spice up the segment. Remember that scene in Animal House? Yeah. Yeah. Remember in Animal House where that guy's sitting on the stairs strumming his guitar and Belushi walks down and grabs that thing and just smashes it into a million pieces? Oh, God, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys feel that way when someone, like, let's say you're in a group of people and somebody has a guitar with them? You're like, oh, no, why do they have that? Yes. And then they get it out and start just like, okay, so I guess we're doing music now? Okay, don't force your music on me. Uh, yeah, especially like, when they're no good and they yes, don't Lex. stop. Oh. Yes, and they don't know they're not good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Don, do me a favor. Can you call B. Arthur real quick? Let's uh-huh, get her on the yeah. phone. Uh, let's give her a call. I think she's up. I, uh, I think I... 
Make I sure think I see the belfry the light out. Well, I see. Get <laughs> right the, can he get can he get the time and temp ready? And if you uh, yeah get, get that ready, we gotta. B. Arthur doesn't want me to say the time anymore. Um, so as you know, that's not going to happen. So here we go. <laughs> she should know better. Good morning. Good morning, B. Arthur. How are you? I'm fine. Um, hey, hey Kenny, Kenny, um, anything you want to say to B. Arthur? Yeah, uh, good morning, B. It's 708, 50 degrees in the Twin Cities. We're bringing you into your home and our office this morning. Thank you for listening to the Jason and Alexis show. I'm Kenny. This is Dawn over there. It's 709 now, 50 degrees. Looking for a high today of about 54. <laughs> good morning, B. Are you there? B? I'm sorry. Hello? Hello, I'm sorry. Are you there, B? I'm sorry, B? lost interest. What? What? Yeah. No. I was... Yeah, lost interest. I love no. that. No. <laughs> we're the guitar spin. Yeah. Yeah, we're Steve the playing the guitar. Stop. That's right. How you doing, B? I'm just dandy. How about you? Great, great. Are you listening to the show this morning? No, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> Well, Man, all uh, those timestamps, guys, they wasted. Oh, oh crap. Wow. Well, you're going to have fun. Just woke listening. up. I use, I'm usually up early, but just woke up. So sorry. Oh, oh sorry. This, in, uh, this just in, everybody. You know what I think now. I'm going to do? I think I'm going to listen to um, maybe like Morning Joe or CNN because I don't think they bother me with the time and the temp and what day it is and what the date is and what the weather is and what the leaves are changing and what state we live in, what city we live in, what county we live in. <laughs> Good morning! It's now 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. That's 50 before 8, and ironically, 50 degrees. We're chatting with the eight. bitter, oh, bitter, bitter... before 8? Oh, my God. 50 minutes before 8 o'clock. time. God, ten, you're ten minutes. What's crazy about this? After. Is it... Seven minutes after 7.50 before 8... <laughs> Yeah, it's 50 minutes before 8 o'clock. Does anyone in the world say that? What time is it? 50 before it's, 8. Well, thank you for asking. It's 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. Only Looking for a high today of 58 Kenny degrees. 50 before 8. I mean, We're chatting sense. with uh, embittered B. Arthur, who's taking a break from smoking uh, Viceroy's to talk to us about how miserable and lonely her life is. Oh. It's now 11 minutes after 7 o'clock, 49, 49 before 8 49 before 8. Yeah, 49 before 8. I'm going to use that from now on when people say, hey, what time is it? I'm going to go, oh, I don't know. Let me see. 37 before 9. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You I should set that. all your meeting times up that way. We're going to be should. meeting yeah, at 34 before 8. Hey, Sonia, Brooke, can we meet at at 45 before 9? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so confused. I know. Nice try, Kenny. Nice try. Oh. Well, we love you, B. We love you more than our luggage. Yeah, okay. Did you in all really seriousness, yeah. uh, be in all seriousness, it's uh, eleven after seven. Um, thank you for forty nine before and, eight. Yeah, yeah, thank you for yesterday and Monday. Uh, I got everything accomplished I need to, and thank I'm you. I'm so much. glad, Kenny. It's now you know what? twelve after seven. <laughs> I yeah, yeah as, I live to please you, Kenny. As and, you, it, you know, I don't recognize you in the hallway, but right. I hope you're happy, whatever you look like. Right. Thank you. <laughs> B, have a delightful and productive day, B. 
Okay, I gotta go because it's 37 before 8. So, bye. Bye bye. There's B. Arthur. She's obviously not good at math because it's 48 before 8. That's right. She's, uh, she really is 48 before 8, everybody, on this Wednesday, September 30th. Uh, (laughs) she hates us, really. I mean, she hates me. Um, I'm not, I'm not bringing all, and she hates, she's just doing what normal program directors do, which is give you feedback. I used to have air checks once a week. Yeah. Where they bring up tape and sit there with you for an hour. We get almost no feedback here. It's great. I I miss the good old (laughs) days when she only listened to the midday shows. I miss miss those days. 713, when we come back, Chris Rock was on Howard Stern. And boy, uh, this was a fascinating conversation. It was, this is such a cliche, but it it was Chris Rock like you've really never heard him before. Uh, Lex and I both listened, and we'll talk about that when we come back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 everything entertainment everything turkeys <laughs> I'm Jace with Lex Don and Kenny thanks for being here uh, Lex and I have been looking forward to having this conversation uh, for a day now we ran out of time and we didn't want to squeeze it in because there's just so much to unpack right Lex Alulu. oh so much yes we're talking about uh, Howard Stern's interview this week with Chris Rock. And you're thinking to yourself, ah, we know everything there is to know about Chris. Oh, well, it's just another Stern interview. Um, no and no, right, Lex? No, no on both of those counts. I, I'll, uh, I'll just say, and, and piggyback here, Lex, I will yeah. just say this interview was unlike any other interview that Stern has done with Chris, and it it was unlike any interview I've ever seen Chris do. Agree? Absolutely agree. Yes, he was much more vulnerable. Uh, He has a lot of things that he's working on and actively doing. I thought it would be more laugh out loud, but it really was a serious interview. Yeah, very. And there's so there's so many points to touch on. Um, one of them, Lex, that I, I pulled here that I, I made a note. He said something that is so relatable, but yet you wouldn't think you could relate to Chris Rock. And he talked about how he suffers from big ego, little self-esteem. Mm. And he said, look, if you're talking, he goes, my ego comes from telling jokes he goes if you're talking about me telling jokes i'm the baddest blank blank there is yep (laughs) he goes you don't need to pump me up with that i know i'm good but anything else is a different story here's chris talking about it in parties yes here's chris talking about it and we'll just uh we'll discuss on the other side anything else it's like I just feel not worthy of anyone's attention, anyone's love, any accolades, it just anything. Yeah, he said anything, mm-hmm. anything other than telling jokes. Because Howard was talking about Beth came up to him at a party. Yeah. And I guess Chris, right, Lex? And I guess yeah. Chris has this reputation. Chris admitted it or revealed it. He goes, people think, and I'm paraphrasing, that I'm kind of a dink. He goes, I hear people say all the time that I'm uh, I'm not friendly. And Howard kind of nodded his head and said, yeah, Beth has run into you a few times and has been like, what's up with Chris? And Chris said it's because you take him out of stand-up comedy and he's insecure. And yeah, he doesn't know. Yes. Hmm. It's the control. And the, when you're on stage, you can, and you also get that instant reaction. And 
he's the one, you know, driving the conversation. It is really is a one kind of sided conversation. But then in real life, when he's faced with the real person, especially he also mentions, too, that Beth, because she intimidates him and a lot of women do then it's even double where he's just real awkward and can't have a normal conversation. Yes. And it all, and it all stems from childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's, you know, Howard and Chris have this in common where the childhood drama originated from for Howard. Howard was the only white kid in a, in an all black school, predominantly black school. And Chris was the opposite. Chris was the only black kid in a predominantly all well in an all white school. And here here they are talking about both beat up. And- yeah. This childhood trauma. Uh, listen to this. And you have this uh, childhood trauma that you haven't dealt with. And you think you've dealt with it because you're on the radio and you talk about it and you made a lot of money. And I think I've dealt with it because I can write jokes about it, but I never dealt with it. That was just a horrible existence. The closest character I can relate to is uh, Tim Robbins in The Shawshank. He said every day was hell. And he was talking about how he referenced Lex. What was the reference, the, the, the analogy? He said somebody killed somebody and said, oh, well, my childhood trauma was because I had two days where um, uh, I was confronted. He, this was a, a black gentleman. Uh, I was confronted, uh, I was like bullied by white kids for two days. And Chris Rock said, I had 700 of those days. Uh, yeah, it was every day. Right, Lex? He said, yeah. well, uh, did I get that analogy right, uh, yeah, Lex? You yeah, did. yeah, yeah. it was like someone had yeah, mentioned just a couple days. And he's like, well, yeah, I get that. Times, yeah, hundreds of times. Yeah, there was his every day. And he's like, it wasn't yeah. just, it wasn't just casual. It was being called the n-word repeatedly and just tormented physically beat up too yeah and you know what i took away from this too is is that even though what is he 54 years old that we're constantly working on ourselves and that was a really good reminder you think that chris rock has it together that things are going okay then we learned about his disability his learning disability just this last week and all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. He also tied that into some of the work that he's doing. He has specialists to work with him on that. He has a therapist. He Three. has a sexual therapist. Yeah, <laughs> that he's working with, too. Um, so it was just kind of a reminder. Like, wow, yeah, we all, there's always work. And we always have things that we just deny or push away. Or for him to set, talk about his ego in the way that he did, that was, I just never thought that, that would be part of a conversation that we would hear publicly like that. No. And also, I mean, he was very open about the types yeah. of therapy he's in. I mean, he revealed and and I'll, I'll keep this clean, but he yeah. was very open. He goes, I, I, I can't watch porn. 
He goes, I, I'm off that. He goes, because I real it distracts me. And he goes, I, it messes, it messes with my concentration and my, my focus. And he realized, and, and he's like, I want to give all of that energy, sexual or otherwise, to the person I'm with. And he goes, I'm not saying this is for everybody. He goes, but I was, my therapist made me realize for me, I needed to stop that. And he's off sugar. And I, mm-hmm. it, it not was not dating anyone right now, but no. he's been on some dates, he said. Yes. So I, I, it was a fascinating interview. I was already a fan of Chris, uh, but this was so deep. And so revealing and um, inspiring. And, and Lex, I got the the overall takeaway for me was the same as for you. It it was um, it was encouraging. It inspired me to go. Okay, you know, and I've done therapy, and 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 will continue. I'm with them. I mean, it it, it it's. I'm a full believer in it. And mm-hmm. listening to Chris makes me want to continue at top speed. So yeah, yeah. Hey, guys. Great interview. It's a really good interview. The only thing, and they mentioned this a few times, and I think maybe if I was watching the video, I'd feel a little differently, but there were blocks of just some silence because he had such a bad internet connection, Wi-Fi yes. connection, mm. that it just, is he still there? Yeah. <laughs> and then he'd answer, or it there's delays. The it did. Yeah. Yeah, they were. He's he joked that he's going to fire his assistant because he had yeah. bad internet on the View too, and he's on this publicity tour for Fargo season four. We're talking about Chris Rock, so getting good reviews for Fargo too. It is, yeah, on FX. Everybody, uh, there's much more. I mean, we we can dive in. There's another. He talked about comedians. He had a revelation that Kenny. I think you'll like. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Uh, some more, maybe in the eight o'clock hour. But in the meantime, you can go to Howard Stern's YouTube channel to see some clips from the interview. Seven twenty-seven. When we come back, it's the very best of birthday pranks. Right after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the seventies or eighties. My gray hair makes me feel so old. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna wash that gray right out of my hair. I'm gonna wash that gray right out of my hair. Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol washes away your gray and washes in your own natural color. Loving Care is different. It's gentle. It has no peroxide or ammonia. So I wash that gray right out of my hair. Oh, yes, I wash that gray right out of my hair. Wash that gray right out of your hair with Clairol Loving Care. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Hey. Very rude. Very rude. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. 733. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. It is Wednesday, and that means it's time for the best of birthday pranks. And uh, my favorite part of this is the four of us trying to decide, have we played that one before? So, uh, right. Okay, here we go. Now, I pulled some Lex, Dawn, okay, Kenny. Okay. I, pulled, I pulled some what I think are new ones. So here we go. Um, I'm going to give you some words, and you decide which one we're we're gonna play. You ready? Yeah. Ready. <laughs> Winery. Oh. Winery. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. I think I know what that is. Dawn printing. Printing. It's with Dawn. Or yeah. pineapple. No, I think that's a cop. I think we wrote copier on that oh, one. Oh, on but, that one. Okay. And then um, pineapple. Uh-huh. Pineapple. Oh, I think Ooh. we've done pineapple. Okay, then we're yeah, going to get okay. rid of that one. Because we confused it with pineapple whip, and then it was a different one that you did. Oh, 
okay. Because <sighs> the pineapple was smuggled from Hawaii, remember? Oh, that's right. Oh, so, right. We did that one. You're I think right. Winery so, is a woman who... Uh, <laughs> Who goes and gets drunk and and um, we have to call her husband and say that she's in jail. Oh, they go on well, a trip I to mean, the winery. Oh, Maybe right that there. one. That I one. think we have a winner, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is the best of birthday pranks. We think birthday pranking with Jay and Don, but not Alexis because she's bad at lying to people. Hi, is this Rhonda? Yes, it is. Hey, Rhonda, it's Dawn McLean from My Talk 107.1. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, really excited about this. Today is the day we're going to prank your husband, Ethan. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, so you are actually on a vacation right now. Tell us where you are. Um, we're in wine country. Okay. Uh, I'm here with like my my best group of girlfriends goes every year on a trip. Um, so this is our yearly excursion. This is the one where you were like, uh, okay, well, I don't have to drive like I usually do, but you're not really that big of a drinker. Right. Yeah. I'm usually like the most responsible one in the group and like. If things go wrong, I'm the one who's like, okay, let's take it to sell. Let's take care of it. So. <laughs> okay, great. And he likes to prank you a lot. Is that right? Yes, he does. Okay. Um, yeah, and he thinks that I'm like, I think he thinks I'm a little uptight. And to, I'm like, no, I'm not uptight. I just don't love drinking and Somebody needs to make sure everyone doesn't die. Right. I got you. So it would be really weird if you were the one that got wasted on this trip. Uh, yes. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to do my best, and we're going to try to prank your husband, Ethan. You just hang on in the background and be quiet, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Hello? Hi, is this Ethan? Uh, yes, I'm it speaking. is. Hi, my name is Monica. I am calling, actually, from Duckhorn Winery up here in Napa, California. Oh, uh, yeah, is everything Okay. Uh, yes and no. So you, uh, your wife is on a trip yeah, wife, out here. Yeah, my wife's up there now with some of her girlfriends. Yes. Well, um, we've had sort of, she isn't hurt or anything like that. We've had sort of a an incident that we um, needed to call you about. Uh, I got your number from some of her friends. Uh, let's see. Okay. Well, if she's okay? She is okay. However, she is in a holding area that we have here. Um, your wife, Rhonda, got pretty rowdy uh, on the tour. Uh, this is her fourth stop here on the tour. We're associated with uh, Napa Wine Tours. Um, and yeah. What, wait, what do you mean rowdy? She got rowdy. Well, she's pretty intoxicated, to be honest with you. She actually, on the tour bus, um, like I said, this is the fourth one of the day. So she did try to kiss the bus driver. Um, wait, what? Are you sure you have the right person? Are uh, you sure it wasn't one of her friends? Because my wife is not. She isn't. My wife barely even drinks. It's probably you. Probably wow. have the wrong husband, to be honest. No, this is no. I mean, every one of her friends gave me your number. Your wife, your Ethan, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Rhonda. Um, she actually. Um, there is a bit of a problem. Once she was released from the bus, she had taken off her bra. And um, what? And hung it on the the side mirror, so somebody's retrieved that for her. Um, no way. 
It's, <laughs> I know, you know, this, this isn't something that we're totally uh, foreign to. Of course, we have no, people that are intoxicated. Is, no, she would never, never, you know, like in a million years do something like that. Unfortunately, she did. And uh, the minute she entered the the lobby here, uh, we have some wine spit buckets, the dump buckets. And she actually started drinking out of one of those, uh, which is pretty disgusting considering oh, people have Jesus. been spitting out their wine and that. Yeah. Uh, she also took a Lazy Susan that we had a bunch of artisan cheese on and meats. And she just kept shoving those in her mouth. It was really just for the patrons in the lobby to have something to snack on. Um and, you know, that's not really why I'm calling you. Oh, my God. Um, honestly, this is uncomfortable, but we have... Um, yeah, very uncomfortable. We have... The problem is, is that we're going to need some payment on something that she broke that's like a, a part of our winery. It's it's one of the antique wine barrels, a cask uh, that we had in the lobby. Um, she broke something? She did. She knocked that off and it actually, uh, it broke. And, you know, it it is a $600 wine cask that's been oh, around geez. since the beginning of the winery. And, you know, things can be replaced, but um, that is why... I'm really calling. And, and also, we were hoping that you could talk to her on the phone and maybe calm her down a little bit. I, I mean, I, I would not like to think I can. I, she's never, it, this is, oh my God. I'm sorry, I'm just like, I'm like concerned, embarrassed. Like, it, this is not her at all. Yeah. She also, whenever we put her in the holding room, there was a trash can in there and she did relieve herself in that trash can. She... Took her pants what, what, off like and, she threw up in it? No, she actually, um, uh, she urinated in the trash can. Oh, Jesus, babe. <sighs> yeah. Um, um, you know, and, and like I said, she's not crying or sad or violent. She's actually very happy. Um, I don't know if you can hear her, but she's singing. Can you hear her singing in the background? I, I mean, I can hear something like really faintly. I, mm-hmm, sing, yeah. I don't. It doesn't sound like singing, though. Yeah, she's um, is she singing ninety nine bottles of wine on the on the bar or something oh like that? Oh my god! But anyway, um, what we're gonna do? You know, we we were hoping you could talk her talk to her and she would come to her senses a little bit. And most of the time, when things like this happen, people just end up going to sleep. Um, but it looks like the fun for the day is gonna be over for your friends. We're gonna you know get them an Uber and take them back to the hotel. So what I'm, I'm gonna, so so I'm so sorry. Now, do we have your permission to charge your credit card? I understand um, this is your card listed here for a portion of this, the tour yeah. here. Yeah. It, it, now the wine cask is six hundred dollars. That's the value of the, of the cask oh, yeah. to get it repaired. And we had somebody um, uh, come and look at it. So uh, hopefully, I mean, be I get okay. whatever, whatever you have. What, I guess whatever you have to do. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm just, I'm happy she's okay, but like this is. Yeah, let me. Sorry, see I'm a little bit. Frust- get... I'm a little bit frustrated at the moment. Yeah, I understand. I'm so sorry. This is such an unfortunate reason to call you. And you know, um, maybe when you come back, uh, maybe you can come back on a honeymoon or something, and and um, you know, have a stay here. We wouldn't mind that. She's not being banned from the winery. We want you to know that. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be coming back there. I mean, sorry, nothing against you guys, but... Oh, okay. well, 
Yeah. This is the way she's going to act when she goes there. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and uh, see if I can get my manager over here on the phone, and maybe uh, we can get her to be a little bit coherent, and then you can maybe talk her down a little bit. Okay. We'll have to get her pants back on. Okay. Um, Roger, can you come over here, please? Hey, Rhonda, why don't you tell your husband, Ethan, that he's been birthday pranked? <laughs> oh my wife! Hello. Thought, she would never get drunk. Never, ever, ever. But she might prank you. Oh my! Are you kidding me, uh, Ethan? This is Don McLean from My Talk 1071. You're on the radio with Jason and Alexis in the morning. Yeah, I was. Oh my god! I was like, this is not. Babe, Jesus, she does not act like this. Like, I literally, you could have named any other one of her friends and I would have believed it, like, way more. Yeah, well, that's true because uh, it looks like Catherine on the tour, she is pretty drunk, but Rhonda's pretty sober. She's only had one. Yeah, uh, she only had one glass of wine. Everything is okay. We just wanted to prank you really good. Did we do it? Uh, yeah, my heart is like literally like, beating out of my freaking chest. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you deserve it. <laughs> well, thanks for being such a good sport, and thanks for listening oh my to My Talk 1071. Oh, I, I, I don't. <laughs> oh, God. And um, she, um, she urinated in the bucket. I, that was my favorite. She has to get her pants back on. She tried to on. kiss the bus driver, hung her bra on the on the mirror. Um, she tried. She drank the spit bucket of wine. Oh. Broke oh the God. cask, peed in the trash cans. Um, pants on the ground. Was hysterical. She's <laughs> she's peeing in the bucket right now. <laughs> Seven seven forty four. Hey guys, this month get lit with listener rewards. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen hundred dollar lighting RX makeover from Southern Lights could be yours. Plus gift cards for Staples, Dick's Sporting Goods, Starbucks, and Chipotle. Sign up for listener rewards at mytalk1071.com. We'll be back uh, coming up in just a little bit. A Saved by the Bell reunion is coming. When, how, why? Dawn has that story uh, and more when we return. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. It is 749, you guys. What's the temperature, Kenny? That's 11 minutes before 8 o'clock, and <laughs> uh-huh. it's 10 minutes before your 7.59 bus pickup time. So wow. Be right. ready. Here comes 10 the before 8. And now, 10. Jason Matheson. That's right. Yeah, sorry. I was uh, in the restroom fighting with the gentleman <laughs> who likes to sit in there for hours upon oh, hours. Oh, no. Right. again now? Yes, he was. And uh, this time, Jason couldn't wait. I was basically that woman at the winery. I was minutes from peeing in a bucket. But uh, yes. Well, wow. well, yeah, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Um, 10 before 8. Or how did, how, how, yeah, 10 before yeah, 8. Yeah, 10 before 8. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saved by the Bell yes. is getting a reunion. Well, it's getting a reboot, too, but it's getting a reunion. Where's it going? Okay, Peacock announced yesterday that it will be on the Peacock streaming service November 25th. And um, they showed a peacock roaming the halls of Bayside High. That was their uh, clever teaser trailer video. Um, And then uh, just to let you know what's going on in this reboot, 
this is it's kind of weird and I don't know how they're going to make this really funny. So Zach Morris, Mark Paul Gosler's character, Zach Morris, he's now the governor of California. That's the premise. And he finds himself in trouble when he decides to close down many low income high schools in the state and send the students to higher performing schools instead, including Bayside. Uh, where Slater is the uh, the <sighs> PE teacher, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, their kids go there and it's just weird. Yeah, Elizabeth Berkeley's also in it. She is um, also, but Kelly Kapowski is also set to return. Um, but uh, <sighs> who's not returning? Lisa Turtle and Dustin Diamond. Oh, yeah, they and don't they want were Screech. Very, yeah, they were vocal about not being asked to come <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh! Well, I, it's see, supposed to be edgier, but not naughty. It's just the topic seems pretty heavy. I see. I totally thought, like, I was hoping. I knew about this this reboot. I was hoping there was going to be like a reunion special, like they're doing with Friends, you know, with the original cast, like a live read or something. Yeah, something like that. But, ugh, no, I. I, be I, in it. Yeah, I thought the original trailer looked good, but then the more there was another trailer that was released that I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. I just this... yeah, the but... connection seemed kind of unbelievable too at the same time, and yes, just yeah, the connections and how that's gonna how that's gonna work. It and I loved Saved by the Bell. It actually pains me to say this because initially I thought, oh, this might be kind of fun, and maybe they just picked the worst pieces for the promo <laughs> is that being too hopeful probably no <sighs> no it's not being too I hopeful i think that they picked the best and it's going to yeah, be even worse not... than that right that's yeah oh i don't know some I... people will like you know how people loved fuller house yeah no matter how crappy it was yep. just because yep. they loved full house so much I don't. I mean, I'm not into it. I I watched it for sure, but I probably won't be watching this. No, I won't either. I maybe will watch the first episode just for content for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of things landing places, so we found out Borat 2 um, is going to be landing at Amazon. Amazon bought the rights. So it's going to be on Amazon Prime, everybody. Dawn's been updating you with the Dirt Alerts update. It'll be on Amazon Prime. And this is the shock. It will be on before the election. Yes. They're going to release it before the election. <laughs> that's so, genius. Genius. I'm shocked, though. I mean, that's quick. I thought they were like, I thought they were in post-production. I didn't know that the movie was basically done. Oh, yeah. You know? He's been doing it all in secret. So, I mean, by this time, yeah, he's ready to go. And how can people at this point, he's been doing this since 06. <laughs> yeah. How can people not know that it's him? I don't know. He's so yeah. tall, and he doesn't yeah. like blend in with a crowd. I mean, I, I well, I don't we don't know where he went exactly. I mean, there was that yeah. little, that that uh, yeah. festival that we you know. There's <laughs> now it's making a lot more sense <laughs> that uh, he you know go, goes undercover, and um, they probably never seen Borat or Bruno or Ali G or know any of his characters. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. I I just can't believe at this point when these people that are in these situations, be it uh, 
uh, like a gun show or a craft show or a rodeo, when somebody acts like Borat does, how there's no it's one in so the crowd ridiculous. that goes, there's no one in the crowd that goes, isn't that Borat? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, or something, something sneaky with this guy. You know, yeah. something's going on. And it's always he, funny to see these folks try to be struggle to be polite to this extremely odd gentleman. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because even if you haven't seen the movie, he's been in the zeitgeist. He's been in pop culture for years now. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know. It, hey, I'm going to be watching. Oh, oh yeah. We're going to be uncomfortable. Uh, very. She. A lot yes, of she, she going that's on. It. A lot of secondhand embarrassment. It is uh, 7.55. When you text... Do you punctuate in an unusual way? There's a reason we're asking, and we'll tell you when we come back. Day.